0: Hey, this show is recommended for folks 18 and older. It contains foul language and frank depictions of sex and sexuality. Thanks for tuning in to The Broads and the Bees. Enjoy the show! Shalom and Mazel tov. Welcome to the final episode of Season 1 of The Broads and the Bees. I'm Morgan Spatola. I'm Joyce Sass. And why am I speaking in Hebrew? Because we're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so we are wrapping up our Season 1 today and uh, we decided to get a little uh, metaphysical with it. I don't think that's correct. Spiritual with it. And we're going to talk about sex and Judaism. Right on. Yes, I'm excited. I'm very excited about this. Me too. So I think it's worth noting like, like where we're coming from first, because people get like, you know, a little ish about religion sometimes. And so we're both Jewish women. And um, we feel that in Judaism, um, there's a very unique perspective on sex and sexual relations and like what the the Jewish laws tell us. And I think that it would be interesting to share that with people because a lot of people don't know about those specifics.
1: I know. I, I think that Judaism has tends to have a more feminine, positive viewpoint on sex. Yeah. Um, on um, what sex means and how important it is to a relationship. Yeah, It's absolutely. not just about procreation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah,
0: so we're going to be speaking about those things again because this is our perspective um, of what we're comfortable speaking with as well. Um, so we'll just be talking about our religion today. So coming up on the episode is going to be, um, you know, talking about Jewish sex, we're gonna review a bullet and we will pull um, a sex position of the week from a brand new deck of cards that we have not used yet. So let's get right into it. Okay, so when we talk about sex in Judaism,
1: where do we even start? (laughs) Um, I I think, like, starting from that um, Judaism does not see sex as a sinful act that is only sacred. Well, okay, so I will go back. In certain branches of Judaism, um, the more orthodox and Hasidic community, there is a right or wrong Mm -hmm. to sex, But in the more liberal, conservative, going um, down, like conservative reform, um, Jewish renewal. Yeah. um, There is a very liberal understanding about sex. But across the board, sex is viewed and looked at as a positive thing. It is considered a mitzvah. Yeah. And mitzvah is a good deed. Yeah. To engage in sex with a partner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, so a lot of what we're talking about, like, so what we're going to be talking about is um, halacha, which is basically, it means laws in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about halacha, we're talking about the, um, the laws that are that come from studying the Torah. And a lot of these have to do, well, all of them basically have to do with partnered monogamous, married sexual relations between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. And so, that's something to note. Also, I think that there have been, you know, a lot of studies and a lot of getting deep into it about like, well, you know, this is what the laws were in ancient times, but like, how do they apply to, um, you know, these days when there are people in non-monogamous relationships, when there's people that don't want to get married, when there's gay folks, you know? So, um, I think that there have been, there's been a lot of good work, um, done on studying how those things fit into modern Judaism. Um, however, we're just going to stick with the basics, which is those basic laws that kind mm-hmm. of have to do with that. So take what you will from it. But I still think it's really interesting. So I think one place to maybe start is um, the word used for Torah or sorry, the word used in the Torah for sex um, comes from the root uh, yada, which means knowledge. So like the Torah already is telling us like Hey, like to have sex with your partner is to know them, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is really interesting. So it it indicates that it's more of a, it's more than just a physical encounter and it requires like responsibility and commitment and mindfulness. And so like already, like when they're even talking about sex they're talking about something that is deeper than that physical relationship. I don't know. I just think that's really interesting. Do you have thoughts on that?
1: (laughs) Um, I do. I, I think that it is about connection. And it's not um this rudimentary, like, we're going to just do this impossibility to create, which is, that is part of it. There mm-hmm. is that part that every time you engage in a sexual act, there is the potential of life to be created. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's also, you you get to do, you get to engage sexually with your partner because it is also fun. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's not just
1: limited to, we're only doing this for procreation. It's like, if you are... Not able to have children, it, you're still just as Jewish, and you still get to enjoy sex. Yeah, you know, so, absolutely. Or you don't choose to have children.
0: Yeah, so. it's just a cool way of looking at it. That I don't know. No, you said it better. I'm probably going to cut that out because I
1: don't know what I'm trying to say. No, you're good. You're doing great. Um,
0: so another thing that we that we always hear about is the law of Ona, uh, which is basically the time period, which refers to how often the wife is owed literally owed sex from the husband. So that's like another different thing is that it's not that the man gets to have sex with his wife whenever it's that the man is obligated by Jewish law to please his wife before he pleases himself, which is, Badass. (laughs) Badass.
1: <laughs> yes, it, it's great. I think it's I think it's a wonderful concept and idea that and it, the law goes and extends to even um, like changing professions. Yeah. Um, if you your your wife has a veto on your career, if it's going to take away from your sex life, Absolutely. And so um, I think that that is amazing, and just like that tells you how important a woman's right to enjoy physical sexual pleasure is in Jewish law. Yeah. Now I'm not saying if you're out here, you're listening and you're like, I'm having bad sex that that's, that's not what we're saying. Like we're not saying that everyone's having great sex. We're just saying the law is in place to make sure that women are experiencing good sex.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, um um, and that also goes into um i have written down here that judaism believes that sex is one of the three basic rights of women not Mm -hmm. of men Mm -hmm. so and then the other two rights of women are food and shelter so women have three basic rights and it's food shelter and sex yes and that's not for men only for women so it's just like it's it's fun it feels really revolutionary even Mm -hmm. though this is such an ancient like teaching it feels revolutionary to know that like women have this power when we see this power sort of denied so often um historically it, yeah, yeah yeah and so it's just like it's just really cool uh to me so i don't know um so speaking of like mitzvahs and stuff i think you had something else that you
1: wanted to bring up um hmm. Yes, um, as far as the double mitzvah. So the double mitzvah is, um, having sex on Shabbat. Shabbat is a 24 hour period, give or take, of absolute rest where you create nothing into the world except for the potential of creating life. Hmm. So you're able to, um, just get your freak on all <laughs> Shabbat day. So from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, you can have at it. Um, But I think that what it does, and it really allows, what I love about it is that now, even in modern times, um, there's so much pressure on couples. Like most people, are, there's dual incomes in the home Mm -hmm. now. And so you're just going, 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 going to actually take a 24-hour pause and say, I'm going to look you in the eye and mm-hmm. realize how much I love you or mm-hmm. that fight we had on Thursday let's solve it right now and get close together again yeah. I think that that's really beautiful yeah. in any tradition I just think a moment of pausing and really being able to reflect and look at your partner mm-hmm. and see why you chose that person why you love that person mm-hmm. and then the, the there is also the concrete of like a double for the potential of creating life right. and I am not creating any more life <laughs> but I do honor that space of I am going all week my Partners going all week. And on Friday, we stop and we reconnect. And it's not like we're in the bedroom, you know, for the whole 24 hours (laughs) just going at it and the kids are like running around crazy. That's not what's (laughs) happening. But it's a time to like really reflect, look your partner in the eye and like notice that thing that you like about them. And I say them because I really feel like that part can be taken out and it can be applied to anyone. Absolutely. no, No matter how they identify in the world even if they don't identify as Jewish like they mm. can take that like let's have a 24-hour period where we're just with each other in our family. Well,
0: and I like that too because um especially for like if if folks are struggling in their relationships like like I, you know, have spoken with um, you know, couples counselors and things like that and and something like if folks are struggling sexually, um something that often happens is like well we just don't have time or i'm too tired or you know i i don't think about it cuz i'm so busy and and those are all totally valid reasons to not be having sex because like you know shit happens right and and sometimes you're just off your off your game but um a way that you know that is recommended in in by professionals is to schedule time for it mm-hmm. and and some people get a little turned off by that because it's like oh well that's not you know spontaneous and sexy and whatever but you can make it sexy but this is like this is just saying that you know like it's so this is a teaching that that is backed up like psychologically by like counselors and things like that that like scheduling time to know your partner uh that word yada um to know your partner is like the way to make it work, you know, like if you if things aren't working, like start there by scheduling time, whether that is that 24 hour period, or even just one evening, like put it on the calendar and honor that time with each other. And I think that that's just a really cool thing that Like people don't think about in like, quote unquote, making relationships work. Everyone wants everything to be spontaneous and and perfect and like the movies or whatever, but like it is work. And so like scheduling that time and honoring that time can be really healing for you in a relationship. So I think that's really
1: special. I think that's beautiful, Morgan. I think that that's like a really great way to put it because we are so busy. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, just pulling it back and looking at it a little bit from a feminist lens that- if you're a feminist no matter how you identify out in the world if you're a lesbian bisexual transgender um heterosexual that we are busy mm-hmm. like like so these laws were written at a time where our main domain was in the home mm-hmm. but we still have needs and we yeah. still have But we're tired. Like, I don't know about you, but like I come home and my partner's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, nothing. Like, you need to leave me alone. But if I have like Friday night to like light Shabbat candles, or even if we don't light Shabbat candles that night, or or we're just like all home, and I wake up the next day knowing that I don't have to be anywhere, and I can turn to my partner and see how beautiful this human is, and that I love this human, and that I want to feel close to that person without knowing that I have to hustle out to go do something else. Right it makes me calm down. Yeah. And it makes me appreciate the stillness of the relationship. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so so there you have it. That's some
0: (laughs) perspectives on sex from a Jewish lens. So I hope everyone enjoys thinking about that. And I think that, um, you know, if you're not uh incorporating these things in your life that like even aside from like the fun like oh haha isn't that funny that women are like owed sex for (laughs) the like oh that's so hilarious but like you can still incorporate these ideas um you know into your existing relationships to to you know i hope they can serve people because i don't know i think they are useful so me too absolutely All right, so this week we reviewed, um, we didn't review a Jewish sex toy, sadly. I don't know if there
1: is a Jewish sex toy.
0: Because I, yeah, that's, yes, exactly. So um, so we just went with something basic. We reviewed the Jesse Bullet by Maya Toys, and that's M-A-I-A. Um, and they, Maya is, a, it's kind of a newer line of toys, um, but they are, out there making pretty innovative stuff that is, um, of a good quality for the price mm-hmm. and they're kicking ass. They're doing a good job. I think, um, I've never had anyone, any clients of mine complain about their Maya toys. They always right. really like them. So, and because sometimes you get these toys where someone's like, well, I bought, I bought two of those and they both broke. And I'm like, wow, you spent $400 on that? Like, holy crap. But, um, but I've never heard that from Maya. Yeah. So it's, so it's that's a cool. good toy. Yeah. Sadly, I can't find my Jesse Bullet right now. So I can't do the cool thing where we make it make noise in in the microphone. And for that, dear listeners, I am so sorry, because I was looking forward to doing that. And I like having the toy out when we talk about it. And I don't know where it is, the Maya Bullet. So what are our first impressions?
1: Mine is that I love the design. I love that it's compact. I love the printing on mine. It's a rainbow cannabis leaf kind of one that um, it's in a weird way because I do have PTSD that like it's like without doing any of that other stuff it's (laughs) like if I use that I'm like it's a different way of relaxing using my little thing (laughs) so I know it's weird but it's it's one of my favorite 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 bullets like absolutely favorite
0: that's awesome yeah I um I think it's really cute I was very excited about it Um, it comes in a lot of different colors which I like and when you you know hold it or whatever like it's it's coated in this soft silicone, which is nice because you don't get that a lot with bullets. A lot of times bullets end up just being that hard ABS plastic where it's kind of like a shiny plastic. But Maya goes a step further and they actually coat theirs in silicone. Mm-hmm. And with, well, you know what, I'll save it, but remind me to tell a little anecdote about the the little designs that they do on them too, because there's something cool about that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's cool. And it's really powerful. And people are drawn to that
1: power so um okay so let's get into design what did you give it for design i gave it a 10 i think um for the size of the bullet it's not a large bullet and it's not a small bullet Mm -hmm. and it's i would say it's more on the smaller side of a larger bullet i guess would make sense it's not medium it's a little smaller than i would say a medium bullet because it's about like what two and a half inches Mm -hmm. maybe but, I love the design. I love the design. I love the packaging when it comes in the packaging. You can see the bullet right away. yeah, um, I love that it's rechargeable like i I love all the things about it. So I did have to drop my design
0: down to a nine, and I have an anecdote about this one again. They're so popular, so I hear a lot of stuff about them. So on the bullet itself, the button is made of a different material mm-hmm. than the rest of it, just so that you know where the button is, and then that's also where the charging port is. Now, I had someone. Peel that material back and pick it off, which you're not supposed to do, in order to access the charging port. So because I know your face right now, I also scratched my head, but that's a design flaw that someone thought they had to do that. Or maybe that person that that, is a design flaw, that I but, think but
1: that person just didn't know how to, like, be patient and wait to charge their bullet. So the thing about it. So it is
0: it is waterproof. Um and so a lot of times with these waterproof toys, if they have pin chargers, the little hole looks like you can't put anything in there. And so you just have to shove the little pin through and then it charges just fine. And so this person thought that you had to peel that back and that it would go back on in order to put the pin in the charger
1: hole. And that is not the case. But, you know, I haven't read the instructions on it because I, you know, worked in the right. shop. So I, I, I'm i used to looking at those things. but. It comes with instructions. It does come with instructions. So I'm sure the instructions are saying, please don't pull this back. (laughs) I'm sure that's happened several times. So I I hear what you're saying, but I don't think it's a design flaw. I think it's a human error.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, so user friendliness. I
1: gave it a 10. Okay. Um, Do you want to expand on that? Um, I I think it's really easy to use. Because of where the um, speed button hits, like where it's at, like you can use it and it does, there's not a lot of fumbling for me. There wasn't mm-hmm. like, I'm thumb click and I'm ready to go. And then if I need to adjust the speed, thumb click again. Okay. So it wasn't something that I really struggled with. Um, I thought it was really easy to use. Again, the softness of the tip and also the tip is not pointy. It's more rounded. It's a completely oval shaped yeah. one. And yeah. I love that. I love that that is not, it's not pointy. So I don't really have to like, maneuver it on my clitoris to where like it doesn't irritate. huh Or give too much stimulation. Right. So, I thought it was really user friendly.
0: I um I dropped mine down again because of that button. So, it does have one button. Which yes. is great. Mm-hmm. Love it when there's only one button. My problem and this might just be human error again, <laughs> but I have a problem with this is that the button itself is angled. It's sort of like if you imagine it's on the corner, mm-hmm. essentially, of the toy. And I always have trouble pushing the button like, I don't know. It's just every time I try to turn it on, it is a struggle for like two seconds because I can't push the button correctly. So I don't like the shape of the button. Okay. That's all because the button itself is angled. It is angled like a little corner. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's all it is, is that it's just the shape of the button is hard for me to press. I don't know. I have trouble turning it on for some reason. So that's (laughs) a problem for me. So I, I um, I originally gave it an eight, but I bumped it back up to a nine because, um, one button is, is always good. So that's that's my my ideas about user friendliness. So okay, cool. Um, accessibility.
1: I think it's completely accessible. I think that, um, and I hear your point about that rounded part to it and the angle. But being left-handed, for some reason, it just works for me. Okay. because of the size of the bullet itself, like so, I'm not like grasping and reaching around for it. So I felt that it was really accessible. Everything that I wanted it to do. Like, if I wanted it to stimulate my labia, that it was able to do that without any... Like, it was just completely accessible. Like, it it, it does all the things to me. So what I'm hearing you say is that I'm the problem because I'm right-handed. No, <laughs> no I'm not saying you're the problem. <laughs> that right, right-handed right people have a deficit. I admit... But, you know, fair is fair. <laughs> I'm left-handed. How many toys are... are there are toys actually yes. designed for just right-handed this people. This is true. And this one is more like, I don't know. Like, I just... I'm ready to go. Like I'm clicking it in my head right now. I'm ready to go. So, so
0: for accessibility, I gave it a nine again because of the button. Because okay. if I, I a more or less able-bodied person can't push the button thing, I'm always thinking about those mobility yeah, issues. Yeah, so a good if point. someone has that's like a, a strength point. issue in their hand, they're gonna have trouble with that button because I can't even push the stupid button right. unless they're left-handed. In which case, then they're <laughs> fine apparently. So.
1: <laughs> I don't, but that is a good point. Like I, I need to think broader. So, um, I think you're right. If, if someone has accessibility, um, challenges, then, um, it might be, it might be a situation because it is so small. Yeah. I mean, it's not a tiny bullet, but it is on a smaller of all the bullets we've, I think it's like the middle of the bullets that we've, um, reviewed so well, far. And
0: the thing about it too, is that like, they make handheld vibes for folks that have like hand strength and grasping issues this is not one of those Fim, right. so it's just i mean that's all it is because it's little and that sometimes that's hard to hold and i'm thinking of several that basically do the same thing but are just easier to hold in your hand and and if you have hand issues just don't get this one right that's all Ex- exactly you know but um but but that doesn't mean that you're like shit out of luck <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no there's some so, other great toys this yeah. is just
1: one of many toys we're going to review so yeah
0: Okay, so fun factor.
1: I gave it a 10. I love this bullet. I absolutely love it. It's my favorite one. Um, I love that um, I can get stimulation on a higher speed on my labia. I love that it is small enough and it has that rounded part to it um on the tip that it's more rounded. Like I would say like not square, but it's rounded, but it's yeah. kinda not round. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that I can put that um on my labia. I love that I can put it underneath my clitoris and get mm. so I I really like the fun factor is really high for me with this one.
0: Um, I gave it a ten also, just because bullets are fun too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is fun. It's fun. It comes in fun colors. Mm-hmm. Um, it is super powerful when you turn it on. It's rechargeable, which is great. It's like small. Like bullets are just they're easy. They're great. You know they're um. So yeah, I give mine a
1: ten also. Right uh, material. Um, I gave it a ten. The the it is so soft. Like mm-hmm. it is um. Like you know that you're dealing with um probably a plastic core but yeah. a silicone cover. And it just it's like nice and it has like not a silky feel, but like a but really almost, almost yeah. yeah. Almost a silky feel. Yeah. Not quite, but Almost like it's just this soft texture, like not fleece, but like like one of those materials that you wear that you like want to snuggle up to. Like, I love this bullet <laughs> so much. I want to snuggle yeah, with snuggle it. Snuggle up to your bullet. Want to <laughs> snuggle to my bullet. But um, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah,
0: I gave material ten also, and so I'll tell this anecdote. So they have the the ones that have the designs on them, and those are still um, those are still silicone, which is really cool. And so what I learned from the rep um, of the Maya rep is that those designs are painted inside of the mold Hmm. and then the rest of the silicone is filled in. So it is completely fused onto that silicone um, in such a way that it's never going to rub off. It's never going to, you know, fade away or anything. Whereas I, there are some, you know, like other bullets that are just plain ABS plastic that aren't made of silicone, they would just paint that design on there, you know, or print it on. Um, and this is just done in a way that, you know, I'm all about safety. It's done in a way that is completely body safe, which is just really cool because like they're really thinking about that. You know, they're they're thinking about their customers and they're thinking about what's best for their customers and what's best for the, the longevity of the toy. Um, because that design that's on there is never going to go away because it's just integral to how the toy is made you know so I think that's really cool so I gave it a 10 for that yeah
1: that's cool that's yeah. great
0: I love that uh, ta- uh sorry texture okay. I almost said taste <laughs> eh. doesn't taste good I did <laughs> no. not <laughs> taste the bullet <laughs> I did not taste the bullet
1: either um I love the texture it's just mm-hmm. really smooth I mean you explained just now like why it said why it would be a 10 like yeah it's, it's the the way it's des- designed and the way that it's put together Really has comfort in mind. I think it's mm-hmm. not just like buzz and do your thing. It's really I I like it because it's more experiential mm-hmm. than functional. Like I, yeah. I have an experience. So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Texture for me is a ten as well because yeah, it's just so soft. It's mm. nice. I I really like this toy and I like this this brand. They just do such a good job.
1: Yeah, they do. Um Okay, sensation quality. I gave it a ten. Okay, um, I it's it. Like it's one of those where depending on the button that I push, I could be there for a while uh-huh. or depending on the button I can push, I can get in the shower in five minutes. Yeah. Like I, I love it. <laughs> like I love that it's like the the different sensations to it. And I don't, I, I feel really, I want to apologize because I don't know how many speeds, I don't remember how many I speeds know. it has. Maybe I can look it up. I just love that it does. I mean, it, it's in, again, it's a simple bullet. It's not like a lot of bells and whistles to it, but just the design of it and the different speeds are just great, so you really have a variety to choose from. Ten functions, ten functions. That's a lot of functions. That is a
0: lot of functions, and so and it's fully submersible.
1: Oh, that's I've even, got. I'm okay, pulled yeah. It, I pulled it up
0: on the website right now.
1: So. so, so yeah. So I just think that it is great. I just it's hands down great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, sorry, I'm looking at their website and they have a how to charge your Jesse. That's funny. <laughs> so there you go. But anyway, um yeah I so this this is sadly where it drops down for me personally um, because I am not one of those people that needs a supercharged toy. I don't like a lot of vibration. It's just not for me. I'm more because this is a very buzzy toy. Mm-hmm. It's not a rumbly toy and mm-hmm. I'm into the rumbles. So okay. um it dropped down to a five for me sadly okay. because it just is too strong. So, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's a problem for me though, you know? And so for some people like yourself, like you really like that. um And that's something that works for you. I two kids.
1: I had two kids. So my clitoris <laughs> so has been through a lot. Like,
0: <laughs> you're just like, totally. Yeah. You just need a lot, a lot down there to, to get it going now. So yeah, I don't know. I just like, um, it's funny because like, I, as far as like sensitivity is for me, like in my clitoris, like. I don't really know, I can't figure it out. And it's funny because I got that piercing that I spoke about a few episodes ago like when I was um uh 18. And so it's been a while, and I still haven't really figured it all out yet. Okay. <laughs> so um, because it changed everything, basically, and and it's not that it changes sensitivity; it's just that I think the way that I have to work around the piercing now um, makes things a little different. So I don't really know. Like sometimes I feel too sensitive, and sometimes I don't feel sensitive enough. And so it's just like I don't know. But this this um, really strong vibration for me is not like that's not going to cut it for me. I don't like that. So it makes me feel like buzzed out
1: <laughs> like too no. much i don't know so no, that but that sense. that might be really good for some people though so that makes sense all right versatility this is where i dropped because i had to really look at it and as we were like as i was looking at it now i was like well i could have raised it up but i don't think it would really work mm-hmm. so versatility it's a bullet it does a very particular thing and i feel like it's too small for like a harness to put in a harness um like you know how some harnesses have bullet. Pockets. Pockets. um, I feel like it really wouldn't do that much Hmm. depending on how it was put in. Yeah. But it's so strong. It's still, it's strong, but like not everyone's like me. Yeah, that's true. But as far as like doing anything else other than that particular thing or just being used as a bullet, it it really, it kind of, that's it. Yeah. That's its job.
0: Yeah, I agree. And so I dropped mine down to an eight just because I was being nice, I guess. But it probably could have gone lower because literally like... It's a bullet. It's a bullet. <laughs> like there's not a whole lot you can do with them. Right. So, so I totally agree. Um, okay,
1: travel friendly. I gave it a ten. Like, Me it, too. It's it's easy breezy. Mm-hmm. You can even throw it in your purse. Yep. For you freeway, yeah, enthusiast. Right. <laughs> Stuff in California
0: traffic. <laughs> yeah, I give it a ten as well. Um, and then finally cost. I gave it a ten. I also gave it a ten. Now, so this retails at about twenty five dollars, uh, depending on where you look, and I can't think of a better rechargeable bullet for that price. Exactly. I can think of rechargeable bullets I would buy that are more expensive but not for $25. And I can think of battery operated ones that are $25. So if you're if you're sitting there between the battery operated and the rechargeable, always go rechargeable. It's just going to last longer. It's you don't have to buy batteries, so it's cheaper for you in the long run and their their motors tend to be more powerful and and longer lasting. But yeah, 25 bucks. Like that's a really for what you're getting, a really good
1: deal. It's a really good deal. Yeah. And I wanted to say something about the rechargeable thing. Yeah, um, I found out from my partner that when you charge something that's not needing to be charged, like fully charged, uh-huh. it uses up the charges if it's so your toy like your toy has the potential to not last as long. Oh, okay. So like use it until like so until it you know, dies. Until it dies, then recharge it, okay. so then you get more use out of okay. the toy for a longer period of time.
0: That's really good to know. And then also um just on that note, usually in the little instruction packets or booklets or whatever that are in the boxes, it'll tell you how long it takes to charge it too. Mm-hmm. So don't overcharge it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, so put so it on. It- if it says an hour, put it on for an hour, you know? So, yeah. Um, cool. Good tip. All right. So my final score was a nine out of 10.
1: Okay. um, Mine was um 9.3. So 93%.
0: Nice. Awesome. So there you have it. Um, My, my final impression, my last impression is just, it's not for me. It's for someone else. Mm -hmm. I have no problem recommending this to anybody and and selling it to them. It's just not a toy for me. So, um, but, but it's, I, I stand by it and I really like this brand. And so I have, if someone wants
1: to buy it, by all means do. I think it's great. Yeah. And I, and I think the same, well, not the same, but I thought, you know, it's a great bullet. Um, it's smallish. It's a Mm -hmm. smaller kind of bullet, but it's great to use. Yeah. I found it great. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: Our sex position of the week. I've got this brand new deck that I'm so like, I saw it, it came in and I just bought it immediately. And I've, I'm so excited about it. It's called sex fortunes and it is a, um, sex position, tarot cards so basically it's all of the regular tarot cards except for it's two people doing it on each card (laughs) and so you have a different position and i just think that's so fun and i really want to do like a reading with them but we'll just do just the sex position and see what we can gain from that today so joy's gonna go ahead and shuffle that deck um yeah i'll see you again
1: (laughs) sorry about that oh you're fine do you want me to do one more shuffle yeah sure I love, I mean, I just, I love tarot cards to begin with. Just, like, different artists and different things. Yeah. Um, And this deck is pretty interesting, so I can't wait to get it.
0: I will say this deck only has heterosexual couples on it, which is kind of, like, an ish. But Uh, other than that, like, it's fine. You know, it's, um... um, All right, so go ahead and choose a card for us. (laughs) What is it? It's
1: called... The five of clits.
0: <laughs> five of clits. All right. Awesome. So what have we got? What is, what does that correspond to? Is like it a five regular? of cups?
1: Is cups clits? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've never had a sex tarot deck before.
0: Because this one, so instead of wands, it's sex wands.
1: Okay. So I would say.
0: And then testicles. What is that?
1: Uh, I would say testicles would be either earth or fire.
0: Okay. And then Flush Swords.
1: I I this is I don't know. Okay,
0: so sex wands, flesh swords, testicles is gonna be um coins, coins. or rings. Coins. And then clits is gonna be cups. cups. Okay. okay, good to right. know. Right. So we we've got like a watery emotional card here. Right.
1: And what are they doing? So the um partner that's going to penetrate is laying on their back and then the partner that is on top will oh you know what I think this is just like one where people are rubbing on each other. Oh yeah. I don't oh, think because she's got a yeah, little thing. So I think it's like a thrusting back and forth. So it's basically using um whatever either a penis or a dildo to masturbate on is what it looks like to me.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I see that. So yeah, so in the picture Um, it's a couple, so yeah, so it's got the person on the bottom, and then the person on the top, and then in the, in the, on the card, there's a little arrow Mm -hmm. doing a swirly over Mm -hmm. the top, I think indicating the movement that you need to do a swirly on top of your partner. I'm liking that. (laughs) For maximum pleasure. I like that. Um, cool. What can we learn about this card from like a tarot perspective? Five of
1: clits or cups? Okay, so five of cups, um... So let me see. I'm trying to think. So I think like the cups are about connection and it's a water element. So it's about emotion. And I, and I think it's because you look at the couple. They're actually looking and engaging in each other's eyes. So it's that's more true. like a, a. I look at this and I see it's more about intimacy mm-hmm. than about sex. Cool. Um. So that's what I see when I see that.
0: That's fun. That's cool. That kind of like really follows our whole like theme of everything today. <laughs> yeah, I so did. I really like that. So there you have it, folks. Five of clits. Do a swirly on your partner. (laughs) Um, There it is. (laughs) Right on.
1: Let's talk about our intention for this week for people... Um, And I think that we've said it pretty much throughout this whole episode Mm -hmm. is about connection. Yeah. It's about pausing. And I think that that's if there's nothing else about Shabbat, it's that to pause, Mm -hmm. to turn off everything and just to really look at the people that you love. And connect with them. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that if you love five people that that is that if you love five people and you want to connect that way with five people that day, then you do that. Mm -hmm. Do what's going to work for you. But it really is about pausing and stopping um, and being mindful. I think like bringing in more of current like research about like overstimulation of just taking a 24 hour pause and to really connect with the people that you love and I think even from the position, I think Morgan's right, the position even says it too, that it's really about looking someone in the eye and saying, I see you. Yeah. And this is a need that I have and that you have. And how can we explore that need together?
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So maybe going forward in the week, just just see your partner, mm-hmm. you know? And if you don't have a partner, see yourself. Exactly. You know, take that word yada to know and just know yourself or know your partner and and um and take that pause to do that yeah i love that
1: yeah absolutely
0: so this wraps up our episode this week and our episode for the season yes. so thanks for sticking with us folks for all of season one um we will be back in a bit, <laughs> I don't know how long, probably like a month or two um we we'll, we'll be taking a break to do some more research and record some more episodes, and um I just want to be like totally transparent, like the reason we do that is because, like we can't test sex toys every single week. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot <laughs> so, of work. Um, yeah, so we just we take some time to brainstorm what we're gonna do. And then we have to go get all the toys. And then we have to test all the toys. And then we record about it. So it's, um it's so we're gonna take a break. And then we're gonna come back with season two. Um, And I am putting the ask out to you all, dear listeners, if there's something that you want to hear about from us, if there's a toy, or there's a position or as a sex topic, like absolutely contact us. Our Twitter is at Broads and Bees. You can send us an email, which is Broads and Bees at gmail.com. And so those are some great ways to get in touch with us, um, either publicly or privately uh, to just let us know like what you want to hear about, because I would love to cover topics that people are asking about, you know. And so some things coming up um, during the break, we're going we have a special surprise episode coming that I don't want to say too much about because... It's supposed to be a surprise. But (laughs) what I will say is that everyone on the Scavengers Network is doing this special surprise that will be announced sometime in February. Um, So keep an eye out on your feeds and follow some more Scavengers Network shows like um, FMK All Day, Wet Hot American Moon Juice, which is coming back from hiatus for a little bit. Um, Like, I don't know, Radio, Unnatural 20s, Side Character Quest. I could go on. There's like 30 shows on the network. Check them all out.
1: And... Yeah. So thanks everyone for sticking with us. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited. This was great. Thank you so much for all the support. It's been wonderful. Thank yeah, you.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, that's it from us. So once again, I've been Morgan Spatola.
1: And I am still Joy Sass. <laughs> and have a happy, healthy, sexy week. Bye-bye.
2: the scavengers network
0: creator driven community focused
2: treasured content podcube podcasts from the past delivered to the future With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. PodCube's patented, time-agnostic articulated Newton mechanics allow for high definition streaming of 8 petabyte per second audio from any time or place in space or time or place. Our Galileo Pod delivery system is an intrusive, and designed to blend in no matter when or where it goes to deliver your PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. The finest bespoke headwear, highest quality garments, and most humble haberdashery in the heart of beautiful Prumpleshire, UK. Search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday.